0: visualizing talking to the mic be the
1: mic eat the mic (laughs) (laughs) don't eat the mic you're fine lick the mic i hear you
0: we cordially request that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of wine and dine
1: welcome <laughs> welcome to another wine and dine mini i'm megan i'm ashley and uh we're wrapping up our month in mm. reading yes um so at the beginning of the month yes we told you all what we're gonna read
0: mm-hmm. and kind of what
1: sales to look out for yes at the end of the month we're gonna tell you whether or not we read those books that we said that we were gonna read or go to those sales spoiler alert we already did well we went to the sales i don't know if i read what i said i was gonna read <laughs> I I did not. By I don't know if I definitely did not. One hundred percent. Spoiler alert. Ruined. Didn't happen. End of the episode. Why are you do, do, doing do. the subject tonight's theme song? I just feel
0: like that was really good there because that was one of those like. <laughs> I had nothing to fill and we don't have really we have the bongos there you sexy go. bongos
1: that you just you just wanted to give a little shout out to a throwback podcast uh-huh. like, or so. i mean still uh-huh. one that's going on but, right yeah all right you can feel free to listen to that anyway mm. <laughs> so ashley you actually got something accomplished this month so i feel like i should let you start what did i accomplish you read a book i think <laughs> Did you read a book?
0: I, I technically read two books, one audiobook and one physical book. However, neither of those books
1: were the three books that I said I was gonna read out of the private trilogy. That's They're... what adulting truly is. Saying you're gonna do something and then not doing that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I I have them still sitting on my nightstand.
0: They're there. You can I'm going to look at do them. it. Like I think by this point if I can just like slide one in, I might. Okay. I might slide one in. If I can if I can get everything where it needs to be to get ready for the weekend. Yes. I think I'll be able to slide this one in.
1: I would be very proud of you if you did that. Yeah. Like literally if you call me and just be like mission accomplished, mm-hmm. I'm going to run around my house naked. You run your house naked regardless. <laughs> okay, yes, but <laughs> I will do that in honor of you. <laughs> This is for
0: Ashley. <laughs> I don't know if I want that privilege. Like that's kind
1: of scary. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Well, we'll we'll put a pin in that one then. Mm. Okay. So what did you what did you get a chance to read then? So I did an audio of
0: Dreamfall by Amy Plum, and the synopsis of it is a Nightmare on Elm Street meets Inception. In this gripping psychological thriller from international best-selling author Amy Plum. Seven teenagers who suffer from debilitating insomnia agree to take part in an experimental new procedure to cure to cure it because they think it can't get any worse. But they couldn't be more wrong.
1: What? I would want to read that. What's that one called?
0: Uh, it's called Dreamfall. Okay. Yes. It's book one, and I think this is going to be a three part series. Go, Dreamfall.
1: I know. It I'm was really good. adding that one to next month's TBRs, uh-huh. which probably also aren't going to get read, but I'm adding it. It's on Overdrive. That's why I did it. Okay, I need to actually get on Overdrive just and do something. Take your phone away from you and do Thank it real you. fast. I appreciate you. You have a
0: library card, right? I'm not on my person. Well, we need to get you a library card first. Okay. I will work on that okay so that was that one i really i was like eh, okay i liked um die for me the die for me series that that she wrote previously um so i was like you know what i like it i'll give it a shot i'll see how it goes i as i started audiobooking it the beginning was like what am i what's going on wait what yeah what's happening they're, they're getting reeled into a, a hospital, what, what? Of course, of course, I read the synopsis, and then I forget what the synopsis is about, and then I just be like, oh, this sounds interesting. I'm going to listen to it now. Yeah. And I'm, like, halfway through this audiobook and going, this is really, really good. And, like, by the end of it, I was I was completely in grips. I was like, I I know what's happening. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, I was just all gun ho about it. And then I, I it's really... I just like I was hesitant and then I'm like all gone ho and then at the end I was just like oh my god I am so happy that Dream Wake is coming out in two months because I have to now totally audiobook that too. So that's the second book for the series then? Yes. Dream Wake. Dreamfall, Dream Wake. Yeah, uh, on it. Yeah. By Amy Plum. So I'm going to audiobook that, and probably when it comes out, hopefully when it comes out. But um, I'm actually going to do a review on this one. Good. So, so this one will be on my Good Page review. Check it out. Your Good Page review. My Good Page review. Your
1: Good Reads review page. Right. <laughs> that thing that I do. The, the thing. The, re- the thing that you type after you do the thing with the books. Yeah. And the then thing. some some of the people look at the thing. Yes. More people should look at the thing. More people should look at the thing. Go look at the thing. Um, but that'll be up
0: on my Goodreads page um, by end of this month. So you guys, if you're if you're more interested about my thoughts, there might be some spoilery.
1: Maybe. yeah she she typically does an okay job at at least telling you.
0: In i'll warn you
1: pretty well i'm gonna spoil the heck out of this mm-hmm. or eh, this is an acceptable one to read
0: yeah you don't have to worry about this one um so that was the audiobook that i did this month and then my actual physical book that i did is love and gelato by Janae Evans. jenna evans jenna evans welch jenna jenna <laughs> <laughs> i am horrible I know, I'm horrible. I forgive you. Um, This one's a contemporary novel set in um, Florence, Italy. Ooh. Yep. And we're going to, that's just a teaser. It says, Lena is spending the summer in Tuscany. Oh, I'm sorry. It actually says Florence, not Tuscany in the book. So on them, they totally got that wrong. Yeah. Uh, But she isn't in the mood for Italian the the ital la 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 la. And actually, can read that. <laughs> in the mood for Italian's famous sunshine and fairy tale landscape, she's only there because it was her mother's dying wish that she get to know her father. But what kind of father isn't around for sixteen years? All Lena wants to do is go back home. But when she ge- when she is given a journal that her mom had kept when she lived in Italy, suddenly Lena underco- uncovers a magical world of secret romance, art, and hidden bakeries.
1: I'm just going to stop it right there, honestly, because this sounds like Mamma Mia without the music and also not the plot of Mamma Mia at all. <laughs> I think, have you ever just had something random pop into your head and you're like oh that kind of sounds like that thing and then you say it out loud and then you realize it didn't sound anything like that thing well
0: that's like as i was reading (laughs) or as i was listening to the amy plum novel david was sitting in the living room and i was doing the dishes and it was like the last 45 minutes to an hour of the book Mm -hmm. and after i ended the book i was like oh my god this was so amazing oh my god blah, blah 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 and he's like you know it sounds a lot like that like, second or sequel or the third movie in the Nightmare on Elm Street trilogy. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then I just read you the synopsis, and like, literally, the first
1: thing is forward, Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, meets. meets
0: Inception. <laughs> I'm like, well, f- <laughs> well, cried. That's totally right. Yes. Good job, <laughs>
1: David. And also, shut up. <laughs>
0: no one likes somebody that can get everything right without even
1: trying like my husband who picks up any instrument ever and just plays it he's never learned it (laughs) never been taught it doesn't have to look at music he just does it
0: yeah so Mm. this one i'll also have a review up by end of month um and when she says she's gonna do something unlike me she does it. yeah no <laughs> both <laughs> of these books will be on my goodreads page so if you want more in depth about my thought my thoughts or what i actually read or rated the books um you know
1: go check it out yeah do it they're no. they're very good 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 reviews yeah. so you did better than me I don't know, I read two. What'd you how many did you read? Uh how many fanfics do you think constitutes one book?
0: <laughs> Depends on how long the fanfic is.
1: Okay. So like if
0: you're like reading like a novel worth of fanfiction. Fifty <clears throat> shades of gray. No.
1: <clears throat> I didn't do that. <laughs> so okay, I'll start out with my regular book first. Okay. My regular book was a book that I talked about, I believe, in our last podcast called mm-hmm. uh, Clara and Mr. Tiffany. Yes. And it's uh, it's basically a book about uh, the guy that makes Tiffany glass, not his father who made the Tiffany diamonds, mm. but he's the one that came out with the stained glass windows and the beautiful lamps. The, yeah, the no, lamps. I, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So right around the time of the Chicago World's Fair, the guild members and the steel makers or the glass makers are... The union, basically. All of the the unions went on strike. Mm -hmm. So Tiffany hired women Mm -hmm. in their place, and this really happened, paid them the same wages he would have paid a man, and promised them full-time work. Now, he promised them on the... On the condition that, you know, people wanted his stained glass windows mm. after, you know, the, the Chicago World's Fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, at, at this point in the book, he has not created the lamps yet. Oh, he hasn't? Okay. No, just the, just the windows. He has the ideas for the lamps. They're mentioned several times. But just when he starts hiring these women, it's just for, to make mm. these windows. And he's one of the first men to do that. And surprisingly, he's also one of the first men to give some sort of credit to women mm-hmm. um, and all I mean by that is he never officially credited the women by name he never officially said oh this work was done by so-and-so because it was his artwork he, yeah. he's the one that designed it it's just they made it they right. you know they they worked on it but in interviews that he conducted he bragged about the fact that he employed women and most of his stuff was made Primarily by women. But for women. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 the funny thing is, is it, it couldn't have been made for women because at the time,
0: pocketbooks were like, owned by
1: men usually. But, true. But he believed in art. And mm-hmm. so I, I will say... I liked this one much better than *Devil in the White City* that the book club read last month, mm-hmm. um, because that one mostly centered around H. H. Holmes and it was very mm. um, like old style detective-y type book, and I w- I'm just not into that kind of stuff. But okay. they went from H. H. Holmes at the Chicago World Fair to Tiffany Glass at the Chicago World Fair. Yeah. But I will say, I liked the book. Mm-hmm. It. It's still a historical fiction, but it focuses on the women behind it. Tiffany is a second-rate player. The main character in the story, her name is Clara, and she's the head of his women's department. Right. And she's the person that actually, like, loved his ideas, and she's the one that hired all the females, picked them out, hand, you know, mm-hmm. just hand every single one of them perfectly to fit and make sure this, you know, happened. And she was the one that was staying late 18-hour shifts to make sure that this got done. And the, right. the policy, though, that Tiffany held, and apparently it was not an uncommon policy of the time, mm. is that if you were a woman work, working, if you were a woman, mm. if you were a woman working in a textile-type industry, yeah, you had to be single. Right. If you were married, you were not going to put the time into it that it took and also the likelihood of you getting pregnant and needing time off. and all, So they only hired single women. Mm-hmm. And so Clara used to work for Tiffany got married, her husband died, went back to work for Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Now she's dating another guy. She's a widower. It's hard living on your own as a woman. Right. And so she really is considering marrying this Edwin guy, but... If she marries Edwin, she'll have to leave Tiffany Mm. because that's his policy. Right. But Edwin's like a really awesome guy that supports her dreams and supports her art and all this other stuff. So I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. not going to spoil anything. But it actually is a really good book. If you like historical fiction, they do a very good job of lining everything up, of Mm. making sure that the characters are where they're supposed to be, saying what they're supposed to be, portrayed the way they're supposed to be. But they also throw in that like background romance Mm -hmm. drama aspect of it. It's very good. I say it's very good. And now I move on to what I've really been reading. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what if,
0: what did you do? Is <laughs> it another Yeti in the mist? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> um, I've gotten real deep into fan fiction.
0: Oh God. Not
1: all fan fiction, specifically Dramine fan fiction. And if you don't know what that is. That's Hermione and Draco? Yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm
0: going to stop you for five seconds (laughs) because...
1: Go ahead and argue with me on it.
0: I'm not going to argue on it. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just sitting here going, I wonder if it's really good. And if it's really good,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: can I read it too?
1: Yes, you can. (laughs) Okay, so first off, really quick, Mm -hmm. I get most of my fanfic either from fanfiction.net or from um, archive... Our, i'm gonna say this wrong archive of our mm-hmm. um okay there i i just i follow a lot of like germiney things on tumblr and then a lot of people started posting these so i was like okay i can i can get down with this i can read a little bit of this okay the first one i read was like a complete alternate universe where um draco and hermione like were both purebloods okay mm-hmm. well that doesn't <laughs> the Harry Potter nerd in me knows that that's not real. It was mm-hmm. a good book. I, I'm i so sorry. I feel I like those need to have, the, like,
0: the title of novellas.
1: Y- well, yes, they, they almost are. They're, like, short, little, alternate novellas. Yeah. Um, and that's actually something you can search for on here. Um, if you know that you want a certain type of book, put it in your additional tags. So, like, I do... Um, Alternate universe canon divergence. So, canon divergence means that they still try to stay as canon as possible. Okay. But, for example, Jermione and Draco. Uh, Draco knows he has to please his father, so anytime that he's around anyone that could get back to his father, he, you know, calls Hermione a mudblood. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is technically what he does in, in yes. the books and movies. And Hermione wants to protect him. So she never openly admits that she likes him to any to anyone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they're studying for things, they're in the room of requirement together. Or that, um, you know, they're head boy and girl or they're prefects together or whatever. So they find time to spend with each other. And in a couple books, like maybe a couple of Draco's friends are in on it. And then... Um, in one of the books I read, Luna is in on it with... I could totally Drumini. see that. I yes. could see Luna be like, it's okay. Don't worry, I'll protect you. <laughs> yeah. But the I I really like canon divergence books with Dromini because I'm a Harry Potter snob, but I still really wanted it to happen, and it I didn't. Think, I think there's enough,
0: like kind of not there but there subtle hints that I really really wish JK Rowling
1: would ship it and just get would it over with ship yes it. and just be like she already said that she regretted her and Ron getting together so why not just come out you know every year on I the 31st she her. apologizes for a character death and i think <laughs> that she should apologize for the death of a beautiful relationship that never got to be you know what here's 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 something right now if she were to
0: start to make the thing go you know what i made mistakes in my books i'm going to re create the book
1: that i wanted it to be do you know how much money i would spend to get that (laughs) series are you kidding me take all of my my money all of it i will sell my home jk oh
0: my mm. like i think that would be one of those like i would love to see her rewrite a sort the sorcerer's stone in the way that maybe she looking back at it now might have done it yes so like Yes, the originals are great. We're not saying the originals aren't
1: great. Y'all know how I feel about some Harry Potter.
0: Like, it's really good. We're going to devote a whole month
1: to Harry Potter. Coming up. Actually, since this is our wrap-up episode. We can tell them. Literally. Next month. Next month. Harry Potter month it's gonna be Harry Potter month for the month of July so excited and so I don't want to talk about fan fiction this I only want to talk about this one specifically mm-hmm. because I guarantee I'm gonna bring up some more Harry Potter fan fiction down the line next month see,
0: here's the <laughs> I wish if she had the ability to do it, I don't know if she will or won't or what she really wants to do.
1: She might be totally burned out on Harry Potter and and may not want to do that. But the thing is, is she continuously updates Pottermore. So I know she's not burnt out on it um, because that's also something that I've been reading is if you are not on Pottermore already, and you like Harry Potter, get on it, okay? Like, first off, you get sorted into your house according to the test that J.K. Rowling herself came up with, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not just some BuzzFeed quiz or whatever. She comes up with it herself, and right. it doesn't ask you, like, which are you more like, a lion, a, a Hey, it used to be like that. It used to be like when, that. When it first opened, it was. It was Okay, awful. and we're
0: getting off topic. We have to save this for next month.
1: Oh, I know, I know, I know. But just get on Pottermore, get on it, and read. She does backgrounds on everyone. It's awesome. Anyway. Anyways, I would love to see that. I would love to see her republish
0: the books in the way that maybe she herself really wanted it to go. Please you know, do. if that means that, you know, Hermione does get with Draco instead, and, you know, Ron and Harry have about to it. deal, or not deal, but, like, have to help her through that turmoil. I mean, that would be awesome. The friend camaraderie of that. Yes, yes. I would be very very happy and maybe and it would
1: mirror the marauders though because Lily and Snape were best friends and you know then james used to bully lily all the time but he only bullied her because he liked her and she was friends with snape and then they ended up getting together and she became like a little part of their group even though they had all bullied her Mm -hmm. when she was younger and they got together when james and lily were prefects like are you do you not see the parallelism in this i can't get too far into this oh i can't Mm -hmm. get too far into this you are going to save it girl i know okay i'm gonna save it by telling you the fanfic that i that i have read that i got real deep into that i spent like three days well nights because i wasn't you spent some time let's spend some time on it so just to give you an idea of what kind of fanfic it is real quick i'm going to read you the additional tags rough sex oral (laughs) sex implied reference to torture aftermath of torture minor character death au and au canon divergence (laughs) I wish we could take a photo right now of me and what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) She's putting her hand in her
1: face like she's never been more embarrassed (laughs) to be around me. Okay. But it is called um, After after the Battle, and it's written by Wait Till My Father Hears About This. So I knew it was already going to be good. So I'm not going to – I'll tell you the whole thing, but the summary is – the battle of Hogwarts is over. Not ten minutes ago, Harry Potter defeated Tom Riddle once and for all. As the initial cheering and celebration dies down, Draco Malfoy and Hermione Granger look at each other from opposite ends of the Great Hall and visibly sigh with relief. He's alive. She survived. So I was like, "Oh, oh shit. shit!" Like I had.
0: I, I couldn't even a- like if if she went down that road and actually made that a thing. I could actually see her maybe like. Mm -hmm.
1: making that a scene in the book. And the whole thing... Now, granted, Uh. there is sex in this book. Don't read it if you're not 18. It is graphic. But... Mm. Okay, so the whole thing is that... Or if you
0: can't, like,
1: not giggle at certain words. Well, yes. <laughs> if you still giggle at vagina, don't read this book. <laughs> oh, shit. I giggled. I can't read it now. You <laughs> only my last I, because you left. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. you such a bad person. But the, the main synopsis of the book is that Draco has always respected Hermione because she was super smart. Mm-hmm. And his father has always told them, muggle-borns are idiots. Muggle-borns are nothing compared to you. So he's intrigued by her from the right. very beginning because she's already breaking his father's their stereotypes Hmm. so he notices that she likes to go study kind of near Hagrid's hut in the woods so one day he just goes and brings his bag out there sits down next to her on a tree stump and he starts studying doesn't say a thing to her just starts studying with her and when she gets up to walk back he walks her back to the Gryffindor common room also doesn't talk to her the whole time just they're study buddies so then they Hmm. literally over the years become best friends but they're secret best friends because of draco's reputation like his his father he admits to her is a death eater he's awful um in this au or whatever he doesn't ever try to introduce them because he brings up you know hermione and harry to his parents and every single time that he does you know lucius shuts him down well what that's what he does in the books too yeah and so especially when things get heavier with the death eating Mm -hmm. part of it Draco ups his, you know, oh, I, you're a mudblood, you're filthy. Um, In the books, a couple times he says, oh, I hope Granger dies next or whatever. Like He'll say things like that in front of all of his Death Eater friends to keep Hermione safe because he legitimately believes if his dad thinks that he has any care in the world for Hermione, that she'll be the first one the Death Eaters go after to save face. Do
0: they still keep the scene where they get captured and she writes on it like, yep. <gasps> I they would do, love to hear
1: the inner monologue. They of do him. it so well, and they also it, it makes it makes sense because canonically she does a very. I, I assume it's a woman. I apologize if it's not. If you're listening to this and you really are, wait till my father hears about this. And you're a dude, I apologize. Like, I'm, whoever wrote it though did such a fantastic job at making sure the canon nerds like me got what they wanted. Yeah, and still got that like Drominey. Mm. Oh, it's so See, good. See, here's the
0: thing, though. I, I'm very much for the Hermione Draco mashup. I'm very much for that. I, I love that. Yes. I am also in the in the boat that I am not a huge fan of Jenny Weasley and Harry. No, 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 no. I, no. I don't think I'm not even for. Luna and Harry. Like, I just don't I'm even like... I'm more for
1: Luna and Harry than I am for um, Harry and Ginny. I really, really, truly am. Like, I don't know. I don't think... J- Has J.K. ever come out and stated, though, that she doesn't think Jenny Weasley would have been a good match for I him? I don't want to say no and then I'd be wrong about it. The only one I vividly remember her saying she regrets is putting um, Ron, and, Ron and, Hermione. and Hermione together. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I'm... I just i don't know maybe it's the whole harry potter being a loner or being that outcast that i actually don't ever see him with anybody like i, I don't I see i don't see him i don't see him as a recluse but i don't i see him actually i would think he'd probably marry a somebody that isn't known
1: like, I would, almost would see, I would almost see him, like, go off. Like, marrying the muggle from the train station that he was flirting with or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: marrying somebody that might not
1: be somebody we already know. Ooh, speaking of the Ron and Hermione thing, though, this book takes care of that as well. Thank you! Yeah, like, I'm telling you, the author did such a good job at making sure the canon nerds were taken care of. So, uh, if you're into fanfic even if you're not and you're just slightly curious um and you're okay with some sexual scenes uh go to archive of our and look up after the battle and i would love to hear your feedback on it because it's fantastic yeah i but neither of those neither of that 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 wasn't on my tbr list my tbr list didn't get touched mine
0: didn't either but i think we've read some amazing books this month it's true it's even
1: true. even if it wasn't on our TBRs. And now I have 12 new books from the from the hall to add to my already growing list of books that I still need to read. I have six. That's because you're a good person and you pace yourself. And the, I just buy every book in sight. The, the
0: five that I told everybody, though, that I was going to do chapter tests on. Yeah. I actually bought two out of the five of those books. Oh, good. Yeah. I bought um, I Was Anastasia, which is a yes. historical fiction I bought that. And I also bought meddling kids. Yes. I I, Ooh, do, I need that in my life. I, I have them right now on my shelves. And I have... I'm going to have to turn out the meddling kid. I just love that cover art I uh, snaps to whoever did that cover art i'm gonna have to figure it yes. out i just love it storyline actually was really kind of interesting the i only i only go up to five chapters mm-hmm. i flew through the first three chapters of that book really fast and you were like no nah, i don't even we're reading this let's get it no well, i went through five <laughs> and then i was just like by the fifth one i was like this has to be ho- my yeah. i have to have this and i'm never getting rid of it i love that cover too much to like for real to ever get rid of it um I was Anastasia. I chapter read that one because the chapters are really really thick. I only read two, mm-hmm. but historical fiction wise, I thought it was very good. From what no, it's I mean. was
1: Anastasia is about someone who pretended to be. We don't the know princess, if she right?
0: was pretending to be it or if she actually was it. Oh, okay. I
1: wasn't um, sure if that was the point of it. Is somebody's like admitting, the, oh, I pretended it or something?
0: The, no. So what happens is they fish a twenty-year-old. Woman out of a river in, I think, Germany after um, the czar falls in Russia, like so many years later. And she's shivering. She's not incoherent, but she's not making a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. She's babbling a lot. Um, And she's covered. Her torso and lower abdomen are all covered in these old. Weltish bruises. Oh wow. So if you don't know your history, um when they were captured, they were the actual the all the princesses and the queen um sold or sewed in their gemstones Mm -hmm. into their clothing because they thought they were gonna be able to get away. Yeah. Honestly at the beginning. They thought, okay, it'll be they'll be able they'll let us go. And we'll use these gemstones to survive, we'll, you know, be able to be okay. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. Unfortunately, they were taken into the basement of the the castle and they were killed by automatic machine gun firing squads. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing though. If you shoot a gun at something that's covered in a hard like 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 yeah. that has hard metal around it and those bullets ricochet or hit it directly but don't go through, your body's going to have permanent welt and yeah. probably deep enough bruises where those scars Will There's a lot of people
1: that have Kevlar, if they get hit too many times, where the Kevlar starts to poke through. I mean, they do. They have, like, scars on their body. I mean, obviously, they've survived, and they're not, Mm. like, riddled with bullets, but... Right. Well, so
0: this lady's body is covered in these vaults. She's about the age of if... Anastasia uh, had survived. If Anastasia were to have survived, should be, she resembles the princess in her, you know, as a child. And she does claim after being sent to um, a hospital that she is Princess Anastasia. However, the doctors don't want this information to get out. Yeah. They they don't want any political issues because it's still kind of turmoil mm-hmm. at the time period. So they just call her uh, like a Joe jo or Jan or they give her an anonymous name. Yeah. And it's this woman's story about how she honestly believes she is who she says she is. Huh. And how history has then kind of swept her under the rug. That's it's, it's, I, I, yeah, I, it's, it. It's interesting. It really is really it's, it's one of those kind of like, is she? was she really? Did the princess... I, I mean, that's been a storyline that I think up until early or mid 2000s that was still wildly popular Mm -hmm. did princess anastasia actually get away was she this woman in Mm the 1920s you know what actually happened to her i think we there has been development of this and that we can actually now state no no this is this wasn't who this is it was possibly somebody That had some sort of mental trauma, maybe. Yeah. That had all this stuff done to her.
1: But it still sounds like a really cool read, regardless of how it ends up. Mm. I'm really kind of curious
0: to see kind of how the author takes it, honestly. Will they be... uh, Is there going to be an epilogue where they, you know, tell, you know, the actual, like truth back now like right where we know because i think they actually found the bodies of the
1: czar and all of his family i feel like i heard that somewhere too but like i don't want to be the person that like says that and then someone's like um no you're dumb that didn't happen well if
0: i am dumb and that didn't happen and they are still missing uno body (laughs) yeah let us know because that's I would love to know if that's actually true is this true is this not true
1: is my book full of poo-poo like side note if you ever hear us say something that's like oh this isn't inappropriate that you know or you're not politically correct yeah I said something wrong or hey that's not the book or "I, I pronounced an author's name wrong Literally, just tweet at us, email us, let us know. Like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to continuously sound like an idiot. Like, I can't learn you if you don't tell me. Smart. So let yeah. me know. I mean, be nice about it, please. Like, don't be like, you an idiot, it's this. Like,
0: please, <laughs> please don't do no, that.
1: Please don't. I be have respectful. a very fragile soul. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag no judging. Oh my gosh, throwback. Um, but, but Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you guys are reading anything, um, either in the upcoming month, or if you guys have read anything this month that you think is like mm-hmm. totally cool, please tweet at us, let us know, email us, um, send us a message on the website. Which is, uh, by the way, that's you can just find us at thesubjecttonight.com. dot Wine and dine has its own mm-hmm. little section under there with our podcast, yeah. and I will get your Goodreads page linked. Click it should it. already be linked um if you're listening to this because i'm going to get off my butt and do it but um (laughs) just let us know any any way that you can we will always respond we will always shout you out we would love the recommendations if there's
0: harry potter nerds that are listening out there that tell us we have to talk about
1: this yes let us know we especially the harry potter nerds please hit me up you will we will do it (laughs) <laughs> to the best of our abilities. Well, that's all the time that we have for our little mini sewed this month. But I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this was that's Wine, and, wine Dine. and Dine.
0: The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest, or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineandinepod at gmail.com.